0: This is an Equity Beats Media podcast. Before we get into today's episode, we would like to acknowledge and pay respects to the wondry people of the Kulin Nation who are the traditional owners of this land. We pay our deepest respects to the elders, past and present, and to the next generation who we hope to create a different future for. The best career advice that you are not getting is to invest. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to Your In Good Company summer series, a set of conversations where we are chatting to some of Australia's most relatable voices for their take on taboo money topics.
0: Over eight weeks, we will be asking the money questions that may have recently been on your mind, but you haven't had the confidence to bring them up.
1: Questions like, why am I putting so much pressure on myself financially right now?
0: Or how do I tell my friends that sometimes I just can't keep up socially? We know firsthand that talking about money
1: can be oh so awkward.
0: And we want to acknowledge right off the top that there is a huge amount of privilege inherent in all of these conversations we'll be having.
1: But we do think that the more open we are about money and the more perspectives we can gather, the better off our overall financial wellbeing will be.
0: So welcome to our Taboo Money Conversation series. I am Maddie Guest
1: and as always, I'm in some very good company with my co-host, Sophie Dicker.
0: We hope that this episode gives you a catalyst to start your very own money chat.
1: This series is brought to you by UP. As upside as ourselves, we are super excited to be working with a brand that is aligned with our purpose of helping young people tackle their finances. Up is the first digital bank which is making money easy for our generation by giving us the tools to get our finances sorted and get what we want in life.
0: Amads, what I want right now is to hear Kath Ebbs' thoughts on a taboo money topic.
1: Today, we are joined by the warmest and most charismatic, Kath Ebbs. Kath is an actor, presenter, writer, and content creator. Arguably one of the original Instagram influencers, they have partnered with brands such as Bonds, The Iconic, SBS, and most recently have starred in Nike's global campaign for the Women's World Cup. It's
0: legit, goals. <laughs> it's crazy. Seriously,
1: <laughs> I'm obsessed and I cannot wait to talk to them about it. Kath is also a podcast guru with incredibly insightful podcast conversations with Kath. We are so excited to be joined by you today. Well,
0: Welcome, Kath. Thanks for having me.
1: (laughs) So, Kath, we are going to start with a would you rather question, and that is, would you rather have the details of your sex life or your financial life released to the public?
2: They're both boring. Um, (laughs) I honestly don't care either. You can take them both, whatever. I don't give a shit. You can put them both out there.
0: Great. We literally wouldn't care. (laughs) Give them to us.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, you can have both. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like, what would you say?
0: I feel like I'd probably prefer my sex life. Okay, number one, I love talking about sex. It's yeah. so fun.
1: you're talking about money that we made a whole podcast I mean, yeah. out of. No,
0: money is, money is great content, but like I'd have a little bit more like shame around money. There's like an element of it that I'd be like, oh, I feel a bit awkward showing you. Like if, like what if someone was like, can I see your savings balance? Me and like my really good friend um, at the
2: beach literally spoke about this the other day because we're both like freelance, like work and this industry and she was doing a, she had a show for ages and she stopped doing it. And I was like, Oh, what are you gonna do? She said, I don't know. Like I'm trying not to be stressed about like what I'm gonna do next year, but it's all right. Like I have savings, so I'll be sweet. I was like, you should want me asking that how much do you have in savings? She was like, I'm not saying. And I was like, why? She's like, it's actually just a superstition thing. It's not like a, I'm trying uh-huh, what she's like, I'll tell you like stolen. figures.
0: And so she gave me like
2: a figure number, but she didn't give me like this specific because she was like superstitious.
0: What, that it's going to be drained if she tells the yeah, figure? Yeah,
2: I relate. Okay. Really? Sometimes, yeah, but that's more so like, like, sometimes I won't say my, I'm like, kind of like, I'm going to tell you my wishes until it comes true. And I go, yeah, fucking look at my journal, bitches. I've manifested yes. that. <laughs> um, Manifest. Yeah. Manifest. But everyone's like thing is like, you know, like manifesting is like you say it and you like say it with your whole chest and da 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 and that works for some people but my like ocd like superstitious like catholic upbringing brain goes yeah. but whatever doesn't happen um <laughs> yeah anyways and then we just got into this whole discussion about like talking about money and like because we've had so many conversations about how it's really important to like share what you you're getting paid for a campaign or whatever especially as like afab people in our industry um yeah anyways i don't know that just jumped to my head but yeah, someone was like, share your savings balance. I don't know. Like, I'd be like, I'd rather not, but like, I'm not going to have like a conniption fit over it. That's yeah. why You can look at it.
0: What do you think is in that? Like, why, like, why would you not show someone? It's just capitalism. Like we've been taught to like hoard,
2: be secretive, self-interest. Like we don't think like communally and like, as just like beings, like sharing everything on this planet, even economically, how we're like structured, but well, we think like the whole idea of capitalism or like the economic model we have in Australia at least the idea is that like wealth gets trickled down but that Mm. it doesn't happen like that like literally we've proven time and time again doesn't work the economic model which is kind of interesting because I guess like on that it's like oh maybe we are all meant to like you know being this together but anyways um I think we're like taught to like you know don't flaunt because we're also like that I think with other things as well like we won't we don't share like it's not normal to share a lot of things mm. even if you talk about sex like it's really interesting that you chose sex and money yeah you know that like, these two things that are like Too taboo especially topics. for like women and like a5 people and like maybe some queer people like it's it's like too taboo it's too like you know don't flaunt it
1: yeah i guess the thing that comes to mind is that phrase that says don't talk about sex politics or money yeah and i go like at the dinner table and i
2: am like absolutely opposing to i think that's bullshit yeah and i hate when people say like don't talk about politics or religion or money i go what Oh, religion.
1: F- that was the other yeah. one. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking joking
2: me? Like, talk about it. Talk yeah, about it. Yeah. Like, if you want to get to know someone, talk about it. Yeah.
0: Like- 100%. makes for good conversation as well. Like, you can't just talk about the boring shit all the time. Mm, Hence, yeah. speaking about money every day.
1: I was actually chatting to my mum earlier because I was intrigued, sort of, I guess, bringing it back to the money conversation. I was intrigued to try and understand a bit more from her, like, whether – it's different now to what it was when, you know, when we were even growing up and then before that. And she was saying, we didn't talk about it at all. Like it was so incredibly private. And I was like, oh, so kind of like what it is now then. And she was saying, no, no, no. Like Maddie, you have a podcast where you talk about investing and that's like created this environment, at least for you or like your friends where you can, people actually say, I do invest or I don't invest. And she said, I don't think you realise how like forward that even is from where we were, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And I was like, it's just so interesting how long it's taking for these things to like break down and shift. And really, we should just all talk about it because we only are going to help each other by being more open and honest with it.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Do you think like maybe, I don't know if it's just in your circles or like you've noticed that social norms or cultural norms like do shape the way that like your friendship group or just your circle, your family, your peers, whatever else, like think and think about money and spend money. Yeah, I I do think so.
2: I've had a few money conversations lately. Like me and my friends are so open about money. And I think too, like I have a few friends that they've come from like a like a socialist mindset when it comes to money. And I've had like many conversations with like other mates about like where's the line, like living in capitalism under capitalism, but then like you know adopting some socialist values because money is also privilege you know like you I can sit here and be like well I have this much in my savings so like rack off like (laughs) I'm not gonna pay more for a lunch and it's like yeah like there's an argument for that and like a part of me goes yeah yeah like the capitalist in me is like absolutely (laughs) Um, but another part of me goes well I mean yes I work hard I've worked hard but I'm like you know, many steps ahead of a lot of people in the structure of society we live in because I am white, I am like cis-passing, able-bodied, had a really good education, grew up in like a pretty good area, like have love in my life, like grew up with love in my life. And that has afforded me to be like many steps ahead to most people that don't start there. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really interesting when you're talking about like money and like sharing load and distribute, like distributing wealth and like even generosity to an extent. Yeah. I don't know where the line is though. There's like the socialist model of like, which no one, I mean, no one that I know, like fully enforces it in my echo chamber anyway, but there's conversations about it where like the way it is meant to, like it goes, I might butcher this a little bit, you and your friend group, for example, like your community are like really open about how much you make, like you state it and then things are split in like percentages. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, wow. Like yeah. based on what you yeah, earn. Yeah, what you earn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going out for your lunch with all your friends. Mm-hmm. It's like depending on what you earn, you're paying that percentage. Yeah. Weighted. Yeah, that's like a wow. like socialist kind
2: of – yeah, which is it's, – it's really interesting. Like I haven't put it in practice. I have friends that like in their communities like fully put it in practice but wow. none of my groups – do it yeah i don't know how I, I haven't like quite decided on how i feel about it
1: i have um, such conflicting feelings right now literally saying yeah. like literally
2: saying like i've had so many like
1: purposeful
2: like devil's advocate debates like with friends because i'm like trying to work out where i sit on this because yeah. like a part of me is like it aligns with every like all my values but then a part of me is like fuck no but then i'm like is that just like the socialized conditioned under capitalism under colonization like yeah. is it actually why it's uncomfortable because it's like the definition of like dismantling the system yeah I don't know yet but yeah it's interesting because it also means that like you know we we kind of probably sit here like as like privileged people being like we could I mean I don't know I'm just gonna make an absolute assumption here yeah. I don't know but like I feel like all of us could go to like a brunch on a Sunday and like there is a cap but like we could we're not like stressed about it we're like look I hope I don't have to pay any more than like whatever but like I can go and like it's fine like yeah. that disposable kind of like income but for a lot of people you know going to that and then the bill getting split evenly sets them back like a week just yes. for me I'm like that's fuck that's coming out of my savings like that fucking sucks but um, it's not going to set me back a week it might set me back a week in terms of savings and like investing but in terms of like being able to feed myself for a week no yeah. but like a lot of young people there's a lot of shame and because we don't talk about money there's a lot of shame and being like hey I actually can't come because I don't have enough money yeah. to be able to pay $70 for the bottomless brunch or hey if I come I've only got like $30 like can I like just get my own meal and mm. not drink and then just give that like
0: there's so much shame around just being like I don't have the money like I can't yeah. do it
2: so people just do it and go hungry
0: like yeah or even just like you don't necessarily value like sometimes I feel like I actually don't want to spend 40 bucks on Mm. like alcohol, like 50 bucks or a hundred bucks on alcohol when I can just buy a bottle of wine for $20 and it's going to have like the same effect. I can go and sit with the same people, but we just do it at home and it's a lot cheaper. Like I sometimes get so frustrated with how expensive the dumbest things are. Like Mm. when you say the brunch example, it's like, why? why do I want to spend $30 on eggs on toast? Mm -hmm. I can go to the supermarket, buy all the ingredients for less than $30 and make it like five times. Like sometimes that's the math in my brain. And you're allowed to do
2: that. Like, do you know what I mean? it's like, if if you're not, it's always like return on investment. And this is everything that I think about, like even emotionally, like with friendships, with work, with money, obviously, is like, what is my return on investment? When you feel like you're getting a return, whether that be, look, I don't really want to spend $100 on alcohol but I do have the money this week and I really want to go and have like a bougie moment with my friends yeah. and like get dressed up and talk shit at this really bougie restaurant. You, you In your mind you go, I can put $100 down on that because I'm getting a return on my investment. Yeah. But when you're like some days or weeks or just like what you value, you're like the, the cost with the return is not aligning but then there's too much shame and being like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I, I apply that to everything, like even in relationships,
0: like What's my return on investment here? Do I feel good? Like, yeah. most of the time. These traditional structures, yes. as they're saying, like, we're young adults growing up, and I feel like there's a lot, I have a lot money, of anxiety, angst around money. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, I'm starting to pinpoint, like, is that because I've been conditioned that I need more, 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 and I'm comparing myself to other people? And, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Is, I do that all yeah, the time. it's the comparison is just gonna kill us. Yeah, at one and, I, point. and we live in like a money crazy world, too. Yeah.
2: Like, money can't buy you happiness. Like, when you get to a limit, it can't, but like, it can make life so much easier. I actually like, love
1: this question. Can we I, I like talk about hate this? when people are like it? money can't buy
2: you yeah. happiness. I go yes, when it's been proven when you yeah. get to a certain level of income, mm. you no know more happiness. You got to create that shit on your own, like go for a walk or some something. But <laughs> before that, I'm sorry, money is is bringing me to happiness because it's making my life a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, like the more That's money I made, the easier my life got. Like. And that's just facts. And it shouldn't be that way. It should, that should not exist. Yeah. But like, it does under capitalism. Yeah. It just
0: does. And that's why it's stressful. Like. Yeah. It's even like the smallest of things like if you're looking for a place to live for example you can probably get something that has a lot more natural light which sounds so ridiculous but when you have natural light it usually makes you a lot happier mm-hmm. compared to if you have don't have a lot of money for rent and you're just yeah. living in a smaller like darker place like it sounds ridiculous but it's kind of just those small little things that when something goes wrong on. like you can just fix it with money like you yeah. know like if my car breaks down
2: if I don't have money it's like a whole thing and then I don't have a car and then I've got a commute I'm like fuck like you know what I mean but if you've got money you're just like oh it's all right. I'll just get it fixed get a higher car it was fine
1: I think when we think about that like socialist society construct where like for example if we were going out for dinner with friends and it was all percentage based and things like that it's funny I've heard of people doing that in romantic relationships yeah in terms of like contributing to rent and bills doing it based on percentage of salary but I've never heard about it in friendships my, like, kind of guttural reaction to that, which it's so, I'm like ashamed of myself because it feels so capitalist. I'm like, this is exactly what they, they want. Most me to people think. listening
2: would have the same reaction. So, my true, brain
1: is going to the whole, like, but some people work harder than the others. Yeah. And I'm like, no. And that's all that's also a white people thing. <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: so yeah, where like, like what
1: a, Oh I, why do I think that? I don't know. we sucks. all we all do, because
2: we're also told it's like the American dream. Like yeah. if you if you just focus on something and you work so hard, you get it. And you'll you be make a it a billionaire. Yeah. And da 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 da. And it's like, yeah, for like one in a zillion. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Like for most people, and no. It's a real classism thing, but it's fine. Like we don't realize we're doing it. Like it's just, but it's like, it's just everything that we've been taught. If you work hard enough, you you make something of yourself. I know. Which to some that out of context is like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, sure. so true. <laughs> but like, we're not considering like where people have come from and what they've been born into yeah. and like the systems in which we live in. And and that's why I also think, I don't know, like in certain circles, that maybe that model, maybe the, that gut reaction kind of applies. Mm. I don't know. Cause I, I had a, I literally had a similar response. Like, and I, part of me kind of still does. Like I'm yeah.
0: like, fuck off. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're not having my money. Yeah. 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 I work really hard for You try for that. work as hard as me, you know,
2: <laughs> and it's like, mm, uh, do I really work that hard for you Um, <laughs> yeah so i i don't know i don't know because i kind of agree with you but like the way it was explained to me is like through like this idea of like yeah classism and like systems and society and in the world um and that real like yeah decolonize the system vibes um so i'm still learning so i don't know
0: i don't know the answer but have you had someone broach you in social circles to say yeah we're going out for dinner tonight and we're splitting (laughs) it by percentage and you have to show me your savings account has that happened no it hasn't (laughs) happened yet (laughs) How would you, if you wanted to broach that conversation with someone, what would you say?
2: I'd give it a go. Like the friends that I know that like they've come from like a system like that. Like if if it got brought to me like impractical,
1: I'd I'd give it a go. Should we do it tonight, guys? Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. That brings us to a nice segue because you, Kath, are a creator and I'm really keen to sort of, I guess, chat about the challenges that come with like not having a set salary every year and things like that. But, before we do, let's take a quick break for our sponsors. (laughs)
0: It has been the silly season and let me tell you I have been to many a lunch and dinner where I feel like I either haven't drunk or I've come late but it always ends up that you just split the bill.
1: Oh my gosh so this is when you need Kat's method of just like splitting based on equal percentage of salary or savings or something just to get you out of that sticky situation.
0: Honestly sometimes it's so awkward that you just end up splitting it you don't want to bring up the conversation. I couldn't agree more
1: but I have started using using UP's slices feature. All of my friends run up and you can now just split it between like dollar or percentage and it makes breaking up that bill so much easier and you don't have to do the awkward like stand all up at the front tapping your card one by one when you just feel like you're all being so annoying to the poor wait staff.
0: And the best thing about it is that if someone doesn't pay you straight away then Up will send a notification for you so there's no awkward follow up text.
1: Favourite feature honestly Up just makes money so much easier.
0: Join us along with over 750,000 young Australians using Up. A digital bank which is making dealing with money easy for our generation and giving us the tools to get our finances sorted and get what we want in life. And if you
1: download the UP app and sign up with the code YIGC, they will deposit $10 into your bank account. You are welcome.
0: Easy money there.
1: Easy money. T's and C's apply. Find them at up.com.au forward slash terms. So Kath, just before the break, we touched on salary and that's where we want to go with this conversation now. So I feel like at the moment I'm in kind of a, I guess, fortunate situation because I work at a big four where there are pay bans. And I know that when I get to this level, I can get to this salary. And when I get to the next level, I get to that salary. And if I get a certain performance rating, I will get a bonus. And that bonus might vary, but it goes on. On the other side of the dice, we also obviously do the podcast. And I know, I've experienced from doing this, just how variable our income can be. How has your, I guess, experience been when you go to charge people for the work that you're doing and how do you know how much – to charge someone? How do you sort of know what you're, I guess, worth?
2: Ooh, it's it's kind of hard. Like when I started being like making money as a creator or influencer or whatever you want to call it, the, the industry was like beyond new. Mm. Like mm. if anything, it was like I was there from you're the, the bl- literal start. Yeah, like <laughs> I had a following online for so long before like pay posts came into the game and it was like, – you get like gifting but like it was like, it was, like it was so new. At the time, the only other creators I could look to – was Cardia Milan and mm. Mimi Ellestree and like Sarah Ellen. Yeah. They were like the three I OGs. Being, like, okay, they're doing something. Yeah. Love it. A bit of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> they were you like a lot of them were like beauty. Well, Cardia was a YouTuber. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Mimi was like, I feel like the literal OG. I feel like she started like the insta being hot to trot on instagram with followers yeah like i remember her in high school and it was like that was like so unheard of
1: i don't know these
0: people yeah i don't know why i know them all i follow you don't know mimi no i feel like would you
1: agree i feel like
0: she was like the
2: OG. 100 percent. like the first fucking living under a rock yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. but
0: now there's so many like influences it's just impossible to keep up (laughs) it's crazy Mm. i agree do you feel like
1: that makes it easier or harder both yeah well because i feel like what's
2: happened is when i started it was like You know, there wasn't an industry, but then, you know, you could get paid to like post and stuff like it slowly started happening as it kind of got to the point where I was like, okay, this is like you can actually make money off this because there wasn't really an industry and it was predominantly women and kind of like big. Like you know, agencies and like you know, there was no union. There still isn't a union, and I keep saying we need to make a fucking union. Mm, I feel like I should do that because like we need a fucking union. Like it's crazy that we don't, and it's why we run into problems. Like I'm an actor as well. I work in the media, and as a writer and an actor, we have fucking unions. So there's like rules to this shit. There's there's a minimum. Like there's like
1: we don't have that. Like it's a free
2: for all market. Um, as an influencer or a podcast or whatever. Yeah, it was super hard to get a gauge. Like, you just didn't know. And that's why, like, it wasn't until I was, like, we all need to speak about this. Like, we need to ask how much are you charging for that so then you can, like, <laughs> get a ballpark of, like, you what to charge. Do you literally just
1: ask people – what did you charge not anymore like
2: now I know roughly like what I what I want to be charging and like what's kind of standard and like what's like you kind of get a like I know now and I have people ask me all the time like people like hey like sorry I don't want to ask this question blah 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 and I'm like no like literally ask away like what do you want to know and I'd be like I reckon you should charge this like it is really it's hard to vouch for yourself especially because like it's like you as a brand as an influencer I've been doing it for so long too It's, like, I try to also remind myself that, like, beyond numbers, like, I'm also a brand and, like, I have something to say and, like, there's a reason why you want me to back your product and, like, that's kind of, like, where my money, like, where my mind kind of goes and I always try to, like, split it in two. I'm, like, oh, I feel bad, like, charging that much but it's, like, no, no, you need to think about, like, you as Kath and, like, you as Kath like, business, brand because that is totally different to, like, what you would personally charge compared to, like – what your business charges. The industry that we're in, it's boomed post-COVID, which has made it more competitive, but also means that, like, you can – I've noticed, like, people are paying more, people are charging more because people really understand the market and really understand, like, influencer marketing and TV ads are still a thing. But, like, I feel like budget's so spread out mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. it's such a big portion of where, like, marketing goes that there's kind of, yeah, more of an understanding so it's easier to, like, ask people and, yeah. like, it was, it's hard I don't know like I feel like I'm in a place now where I kind of know and I have a gauge but it was definitely very hard for, there for a bit understanding like what to charge and like yeah and it's super inconsistent like I don't know like yeah. I don't know because then you do that thing where, like if you're not working for a bit then you end up being like oh I'll just charge okay. a bit less but so that's really not good but this like- is
1: exactly what I, I would say we've been experiencing recently like podcast has it's the market has gotten tougher right like with the economy where it's at, right, it has, hasn't it? With the economy. <laughs> You're like, no, my
0: business is booming. People <laughs> yeah, just don't like want shit. you. <laughs> yeah, no.
1: But with, with the economy where it's at, like marketing spend just generally has gotten smaller and so I think. Well,
0: people want more bang for their buck kind of thing. You really have to show that you've, you know, doing certain things and yeah. whatever else.
1: And I feel like there was a while there where like we were going out to market with the podcast and trying to get sponsors and we were kind of like struggling a bit to be honest and it started making me really question like are we just charging way too much like do mm. we look like idiots when we're yeah. going out to, and giving these brands our number and then I think what I found to be honest really helpful was so when we got your sister to have a look over what our numbers and things like that Who were. She works in the industry. She works in the industry and To be honest, I was kind of surprised when she was like, no, your numbers are fine. Like, you just need to fix up your pack like this. But there was no issue there with the numbers. And I found it quite a tough experience because it was like, are we not worth that? And how do you find out if you are? And when we're having those conversations, it's like, I would love to be able to put forward a number and then say, but come back to me and let's negotiate. But you never want to say that out the front because then they will come back to you and negotiate. And then I always
2: say, let me know what works. Yeah. Okay. That's why hey. At the end. Just yeah, so I like, go, here are my standard rates. Let me know what works. Yeah, nice. And my rates are always higher than I like want. If I want like okay. 5K for something, I'll say 6.5. Yeah, I'm, like, okay. I'll get to 5K.
0: Have you ever had any like moments that you can really remember where you wouldn't charge what maybe you thought the job was worth because you – were struggling with your own self-worth because i think what maddie was talking about there is like the self-confidence really drops when you can't get business Mm -hmm. and as a creator if that's you're constantly doing that but getting constantly pushed back i can imagine there are times when you're like what the fuck am i doing oh my god 100 percent. or even if you go through a period where like you haven't worked for a bit you freak out and yeah. so you like
2: be like okay I'm. will
1: that. I ever work again <laughs> that
2: is literally we know that on t-shirts and that's freelance will I ever work again
0: Or like this is my last job ever yeah. so do you have like a system in place where you have enough saved or whatever that you feel like you'll be comfortable if you didn't have a couple of months of work have you like mentally I don't know mapped that out in your mind yeah
2: I mean I wouldn't say I'm some like financial fucking like guru I'm so bad with money like literally it's kind of embarrassing that's why we're here I'm a big spender I'm not not even like a you know what it is it's like I'm not even it's annoying I wish I was a big spender because I could be if I didn't fucking like spend money on dumb shit like I'm like (laughs) why'd you do that like I make mistakes I make lots of money mistakes yeah like tiny ones you know what's the
0: biggest one Uber Eats space (laughs) okay
1: (laughs)
2: She's on the fucking payroll. Okay. It
1: drains the bank account. Oh,
2: it's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> and I was like, I'm in a long payroll. distance relationship. Are you fucking joking me? Do you know how, do you know how much I pay for flights and Airbnbs yeah.
0: and, you know? Yes. Hotel rooms. Flights? Or- the Melbourne to Sydney route. What is with that? I spent like 400 bucks on my return flight up points. here. Points. I know, but I've run out of points because I'm up yeah, here so same. often. Yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. pay for my yeah. flight. I'm down to my last 8,000. I'm like, it's, a th- yeah. it's, it's nearly,
2: I could get myself halfway to Europe yeah, for yeah. flying to Sydney to Melbourne. What is with that? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I did a t- of like how much I've spent the past year on flights and I went I don't know why I just did that I want I want to not I want to cry <laughs> yeah
0: um review of your spending for 2024 you're yeah. like flights are out yeah We're driving to Melbourne <laughs> I get money
2: anxiety like all the time mainly of just being like what the fuck are you doing like oh my god grow up and it's weird because also it's so inconsistent like someone's have a really good month and I'm like I'm walking through Melbourne airport going yeah maybe I'll get some Louis Vuitton <laughs> line me here. Up to the lounge. yeah and okay. then like the next month I'm there going like fuck so no sorry. coffee for me today yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> literally the lounge stealing food <laughs> and it's super it's a mind fuck and I don't even know but systems so yeah I'm, I'm pretty lucky like I have savings and I, I calculate that but it's kind of like a trap too because like I'd love to like buy a house or like invest and I'm like I can't because then if I do that and then I am I am strapped mm. you know yeah so I don't know like I've, I've been pretty lucky I've always had a level of savings where it's like i'm gonna be okay ever since i was younger i've i'm always been someone like i know what i want in this life like i know what the dream is i never sway away from the dream but i have like plan a b c d e f g okay Good. Um, <laughs> so it's fine like last year and this time last year i was like but this time of year always just is like for me, anyway, like dries up. Everyone's like Christmas spawn bon con. I go not for me for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> Santa hates the fags. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but like, like even last year, I was like getting real money anxiety, and like I was. Fu- I'm a catastrophizer. Like yeah. honestly, like everyone around me is like you're crazy like it's fine I'm like it's not fine it's all over and like but I got my um like PT license like when I was like 17 Mm. so like this time last year like went and worked at a gym for like teaching classes because I was like I just don't want I just don't want to feel like you know yeah
1: it's totally fine my savings would be
2: like I'm very privileged that like I have got myself to a point where like you know for a bit I'd be fine.
1: I guess question do you, if you don't mind sharing like do you invest when you're investing you're kind of locking money away for the longer term as well so I can imagine that when your your income is going up and down it's more variable it's like that's a scarier thing to do than it is for someone who has a regular income. Yeah no I'm not good with that stuff I don't understand it. You got
0: a podcast for you to listen to? Yeah I know
1: literally <laughs> because I don't send get some it. Apps. For so long
2: I've done that thing Where, like, I make – for probably the past, like, few years I've made, like – honestly I've been pretty lucky because I started a business when I was, like, 16 and I've been pretty, like – had a consistent somewhat salary up and down. But, like – and, you know, for so long as I started getting older, you know, everyone around me, my dad was like, you need to invest. I'm like, so true, king. And so (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'm going to – I'm, I'll, I'm, I'm going to get to that. And then like, you know, I'm talking to my accountant and I'm like, so he's like, what should I do with my money? And he's like, you know, that like you should buy an apartment or like, you should, you know, think about putting it here or like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so true. So true. So true. Taking steps. And then I got to this point, like honestly, like six months ago, I was like, I actually don't care. Sorry, guys. And everyone was like, what? I was like, I don't care. I like to look at my little <laughs> savings and know that I can get through. Um, I don't like to have responsibility in my life. Um, also, like, I want to know that I can pick up and run away and, like, live in on the desert and people think I'm dead. But, like, really, I'm just like, I can't deal with anyone. And I've got nothing to show for it. Got my cute little piggy bank and that's it. Also, I'm like, I could die tomorrow. Then what? Yeah. Well, Well, I've got, like, stocks in this and that. Boring. At the moment, <laughs> like i had to deal with like, you
1: just offended our entire podcast <laughs> no, I, <laughs> boring no i mean
2: i think it's like i'm saying this is me being like avoided and making excuses for it. i should totally invest but like i just got to Let's unpack that yeah because right? you're not taught like because me i don't grow up like my family was actually interesting my dad like which was probably would we could do a whole therapy session on money if you want to like we grew up like when i was young like baby like uper rich fat like we were very very wealthy and then we lost all of our money when i would have been like six yeah and then my mom has really bad addiction issues so we went from like that to like nothing like no money and so i think watching that contrast probably explains my two personalities minds mm-hmm. too um so it's like my dad all has all this like knowledge about investing which is why it's not completely out of reach for me where i'm like i can yeah that makes sense i could do that i could ask for advice i could go to my accountant. i'm i'm like i've got people like mentors and people in my life. That doesn't seem unattainable. It doesn't seem crazy to me. It was something I yeah. thought about. Like as soon as I had like an okay amount of savings, I was like, oh I should I should do that thing. Mm. Um but then I've got the other, which again is like the privileged thing, the other frame of mind, which is like, you know, not that kind of real like upper upper class like invest, invest, invest mindset because like, you know, one half of my life was like with like living with my mom where like that was not a thing. Yeah. And And I think for a lot of people, when we talk about like investing money or being smart with money, like my people just like, it's just like not in their vocabulary, do you know what I mean? And it's just like not. It's not something they think about. It's not something they know about. It's also something that is, like, again, like, it feels, which is why it's so great that you have, like, a podcast that, like, anyone can turn on and have, like, two down-to-earth people be like, this is the go, da-da-da, and they're like, oh. Because to a lot of people, middle class or, like, lower class people, like, it's this really unattainable, crazy, confusing thing for, like, those rich men in suits that fucking suck and, like – don't pay taxes and we hate them you know what i mean so like i don't want any to do anything they're doing
0: well the industry has been purposely made confusing right like that's the whole point if we wrap it back around to capitalism like that's the whole point like people profit off the fact that people don't know Mm -hmm. and And we need
1: financial advisors and we need to give our money to other people Mm -hmm. to manage it because we don't know how to do it ourselves
0: because women don't know how to do anything yeah so stupid yeah No, but I think it like, the whole thing ties into that societal structure that we're in has really taught us the way that we think about money, If we whether we like it or not. You know, the way you've been brought up, the way that you've interacted with your social circles, like it's all along the line influenced how you feel about money right now. Mm-hmm. And obviously you've had a conflicting past with it. So that's probably how you feel the whole like, one side you're like, may as well be like responsible, the other side being like, I'm not going to be responsible at all. But I think it is interesting that like, At the end of the day, Mm. which is, this is going to be so dire, my God. But like at the end of the day, we all die and it's just like a, it's just like a figure in your bank account. Yeah. So like maybe there's one side of you that's like, I just need to live for right now and (laughs) go to the desert and do whatever the hell you want to do. And also
2: if I die, I don't want them having to like, you know how hard it is to get an investment like out of a fucking fund or wherever the fuck (laughs) you put it. You know, my money sit there evenly split. My siblings, they go, wow, thank you so much <laughs> for,
1: my, for my holiday to Europe.
2: I go, no worries. Just transfer. I made it easy, for, account I made it easy for you, babes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We had someone write to us because we put the um, question out to our community around like what kind of taboo money topics would you want to hear about? And someone actually wrote to us saying, would love to hear you guys talk about having conversations with your parents about wills and about um, I the money, money wills
2: everyone's lives and i don't understand why
1: it probably is something that we should be talking about but with you our see
2: people's fucking personalities come out. i recently went through a will thing mm. and i was like i didn't ask i was like take it this is you guys are fucking crazy yeah. like yeah. i don't give a shit it's not my it's no one's money this person's dead and this is what they want and you want to fight that and like you guys are embarrassing like what the fuck do you mean like it's like the amount of like family breakdown and fights and like bullshit over wheels shows you like also that greed mentality Mm. in society it's everything wrong with people like what the fuck are you fighting about like it's
0: not your money it's not yours to start with but it's also like i think why maybe it happens is because it's that exact point right of like we as a society have been taught that. That it's going to trickle down so we're like this is our moment this is the moment it gets to trickle down to us but then it doesn't or in, in a way that they think it's going to be different yeah. or whatever else and when that doesn't happen they're like okay well the whole system's fucked yeah i thought this is the point where i'd get some money and be able to live my life you know it's just a vicious I was, cycle i
2: was talking to my friend about like wheels and like all this shit <laughs> they were like yeah like rich white people things. It's <laughs> Can't so relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sorry for bringing and up. I was like, I'm so embarrassed by my privilege. I'm <laughs> oh so sorry God. I called you back. <laughs> so I like just, it doesn't exist in my community. Like yeah. we there's nothing left.
0: Yeah. I actually have a funny story. One of my friends, I she had like a crazy rich auntie who died, and she was like, Maybe I'll get a little bit of money, like go overseas, like do a bit of travel. Will came out, the whole inheritance went to a llama farm. What? The and whole I say thing. that's some queen shit. Yeah, the whole thing. You're like, I'm I'm going home to write my will. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, They were like, they were like reading it at whatever, wherever you read a will, and they're like, yeah, it's all going to a llama farm. The whole family's like, what? The like, did she even like llamas? Have you Have you watched um the not the sequel, the
2: first version of Knives Out? And it's all about that. It's like this, like, it's about class and it's about privilege and this idea as well that like, especially like white people, we have like colonial, we're like colonizers, so like Mm. we have colonial mindset, which is like. I have the right to this. It's like, why we fucking yeah. steal land? Because we're like, this is my land. And it's like, no, it's not. Um, and it's like the same that way that we are about like money and like even the wheels thing, like why we get so fucking uppity about it. It's because like, this was this was my right. Like this was meant to trickle down like into my family. Like, and it's yeah. like, oh my God, like literally decolonize your mind, babes. Like, no, it's not yours. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, it's really funny. And we could go on for days about this. so I keep it very short, but I was actually looking up. Obviously, the happiest countries in the world are all in like that Nordic region, and I was looking up like what the reasonings were. Cause so I was like, so I was like, how do they even measure this? And so much comes the reason why they're so happy number one their tax is like 60 percent. it's super high mm. so they're giving away a lot of their money in the get-go it doesn't matter like where you're working or whatever you're giving away a lot to the government
1: which imagine and then, if it was like that in australia people would be up in arms 60%. like we already complain about giving what yeah, 30 percent, yeah whatever it is
0: but then the other part of it is because you're kind of giving away that portion of money it goes to community so they a lot of that what they talk about is like generosity you've got a great welfare system you've got childcare because childcare isn't just meant to be for a single person it's and their responsibility yeah. it's like that everyone is paying so that we can bring up children in this country kind of thing and i think there's maybe a link between their money system being more socialist or more generous or you know people don't like when you say
2: socialist because they think like you know look we're not socialists here yeah it's
0: just a mind it's just a yeah frame, yeah the it's framework. framework it's a framework Every framework. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, but I just yeah. thought it was interesting. I was like, imagine if that was the link. Like I money think, link. I think so.
2: So I do like sometimes go on the drum on the ABC to like I don't know, talk about whatever the news <laughs> is that day. And money, of course, always always comes up. Yeah. And the last one's on there, I almost lost it. I said, guys, every time I'm on here, I'm talking about the same thing. Different <laughs> <color."> <laughs> this old economic model doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. It's now not the top five percent, it's the top four percent. Like, something stupid, the number. I had it written down that day. I can't remember now, okay? Yeah. So much richer. Everyone else getting poorer. It doesn't trickle down. That 4% also own 80, I think it's like 82. Or like, I'm going to say roughly 80% of properties, yeah. which is a rental crisis, yeah. 101. Like...
0: It's nuts. It's
2: nuts. And, it'll, and uh, most of them don't even pay tax mm. like it's actually insane and they keep being like well you know you can't like please something." Like, I'm like why why you, and, and I said last time I was on there I was like as a young person I always get looked at as like you don't get it. I go, okay, firstly, help me understand instead of saying yeah. that to me. Yeah. That's bullshit. Secondly, look, I might not know the ins I'm not I don't know about economics, okay? I wasn't good at maths. But what I do know is it's not working. So yeah. fix it. <laughs> yeah. Fix it. Don't tell me I don't understand or that like, oh, it can't be done. Yes, it can. Yes mm. it can. Yeah. Like, and I always thought, oh maybe, but no, since COVID, I go, nah nah, anything can be done. Literally, if you put your mind to anything, it's true. Yeah. You can do it. A government shut down a whole fucking city and made it work. You can ch- you can fix it.
0: Like <laughs> So um when are you going for Prime Minister? <laughs> I know I'm <laughs> we'll oh the union first and yeah, then yeah, the influence of union. That can be your I'm gateway
1: be sure, into <laughs> politics. <'Cause> we need <laughs>
2: a union. Yeah. Like we genuinely need a union. You'd be like, I was the OG. Yeah. You get Mimi.
0: Yeah, we get, Mimi. Well, but, yeah. <laughs> get Cardi get Mimi. <laughs> we start the union, they'd
2: literally be
0: like, guy <laughs> Okay, so I feel like we could obviously talk all day, but we need to wrap this up. So um our final question for you. How much money do you have in your bank account? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> you don't have to answer I that. I was like, what's
1: our final question? <laughs> yeah. I'm joking.
0: Um, Kath, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. All about taboo money conversations. We want to open them up. We want people to share this with their friends. Be like, they spoke about that. We should speak about it too. Is there any like money thoughts or feelings that you have to leave <laughs> us on? I say um, in
2: terms of psychology of money, always think of it as like, Um, the way I like to think about money when I'm in a good frame of mind is like money is like a resource so I think why it feels so dirty is because it is associated like for me anyway with this like I don't want to be obsessed with money that's gross and I'm like I'm not obsessed with money I'm obsessed with resources and I'm obsessed with community and in order to help my community I need resources and money is a really good resource to have and when I changed my mind and got really clear on my goal of why I want money to come in the quicker it came in so whatever it is I just find like figuring out your why and like why you want it to come In and what it means i like to also shift my mind to like this is a resource it's not a dirty thing this is going to give me resources to like make leave the world better than i found it and although i wish that wasn't the case it is if you can't beat them don't join we'll join them for a minute and then you know get the f out
0: yell (laughs) (laughs) as loud as you can i love that money is a resource it's a good frame of mind it kind of shifts it yeah yeah
1: that's awesome i think we just got our promotional clip for the episode yeah
0: (laughs) kath thank you so much thanks (laughs) Well, that wraps up another taboo money chat, but that doesn't mean the conversation needs to stop here.
1: No, we want your thoughts. Would you split the bill based on what you got
0: paid? I would struggle so hard to broach that <laughs> conversation or have you struggled navigating pay as a freelancer?
1: Please, please, please shoot us an email to yigc at equitymates.com or DM us at YIGC podcast, and we are going to be collating your thoughts anonymously of course in our brand new weekly newsletter
0: please give us your stories we're gonna love it
1: you can sign up via the link in your show notes and whilst you're scrolling on your phone why not also download australia's highest rated
0: banking app this episode was brought to you by up the bank making dealing with money easy for our generation and if you download and sign up using the code yigc they will deposit ten dollars into your account
1: T's and C's apply, find them at up.com.au for slash camps.
0: So I think that's us done. See you next week. Catch you then. Bye. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services License 540697. 540697.